0: Me your secrets, show me your nightmares, All cats are gray in the dark dear whether or not you dare. Welcome to All Cats Are Gray in the Dark. I'm your host April Simmons. This podcast contains true cases of graphic violent crimes and other stories of a dark nature. Please be advised that due to the subject matter and violent, sometimes sexual content and obscene language, this podcast is not for children or the faint of heart. Come in. Hey, hey, hey. What are you doing? Eating some coke. <laughs> <laughs> Eating some cake.
1: Yeah, I forgot and took a bite. I was like, oh, wait, she hit (laughs) start. So I just went full for it.
0: And I'm so jealous because I can't eat cake right now. I'm still doing low carb and we're doing pretty good. So I've lost size. I haven't lost any more pounds, but I've lost size. So I'm going to stick with it. Good job. Um, Before we get started, I'm actually going to give a shout out.
1: Simply because it's kind of on our topic, hmm. I've actually started watching a show. Not the documentary, though. I'm at, I tend to not watch documentaries. I know that's like blasphemous mm-hmm. for for podcasting, podcasting like true crime people. But I've started watching the HBO version of the Staircase uh-huh. <laughs> about Catherine Peterson or yeah, whatever.
0: Yeah. Oh, I know that case in and out pretty much. Yeah,
1: yeah. So, well,
0: did they bring up the owl theory in that? <laughs>
1: Not yet. So it only, it, it only had three episodes out when we started it, and I think there's one more out now. Um, but yeah, it had Tony Collette in it, so I was like, sold. She can do no wrong. Yeah. And then I realized Netflix had the documentary up too, so I was just like, okay, well, I'll, I'm going to watch the TV show first. <laughs> <laughs> I've already started it at this point, so
0: that's that's it. the bit of trickery. Because see, I can't get James to watch a documentary about true crime but i can get him to watch if it has a good celebrity or some something in the in the movie then or show version then i can get him to watch it so i'm like yes yeah i can watch this i started watching inventing anna but i have not finished that yet i i actually finished
1: that one (laughs) was it good i forget who was in it oh anna klumsky is the reason i
0: watched that one yeah um i was like she hasn't done anything since my girl has she no she had been in a couple of like like
1: political dramas or something i yeah. think i had watched something with her in it that might have even had capaldi in it
0: mm. um, interesting
1: but yeah so i yeah i watched that that was baffling i still don't 100 percent understand her whole story <laughs> like how she got away with everything she did yeah. but it was entertaining um, That was it. Just wanted you to yeah. be proud that I was at least watching something true crime related.
0: Cool. Now you gotta do an episode about it. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> there's actually a thousand million episodes. Yeah. About yeah I was gonna say there's probably a lot. And you know I hate that. Like I'm just like yeah I don't really like to do the more popular no. cases. I
1: mean I could I would be willing to like maybe do an episode about you know cases similar to it or something like that. You know like or you could tie it in and do it, but yeah, definitely not worth doing a whole episode about it. Yeah. Although my theory right now is that one of the the other kids did it instead.
0: Yeah. That's all. <laughs> well, let's get into this episode. We've got an episode about Violet Jessup. Let me tell you a little bit about Violet. Pull up a chair, y'all. <laughs> Born on October second, eighteen eighty seven near bahia blanca argentina violet constance jessup was the oldest daughter of irish immigrants william and catherine jessup she was the first of nine children six of whom survived jessup spent much of her childhood caring for her younger siblings she became very ill as a child with what was presumed to be tuberculosis which she survived despite doctors predictions When Jessup was 16, her father died of complications from surgery and her family moved to England where she attended a convent school and cared for her youngest sister while her mother was at sea working as a stewardess. When her mother became ill, Jessup left school and following in her mother's footsteps applied to be a stewardess. Jessup had to dress down to make herself less attractive to be hired. That's weird. At age 21. Shout out.
1: No, I don't know.
0: (laughs) Just making shit up at this point. At age 21, her first stewardess position was the Royal Mail Line aboard the Orinoco in 1908. I got to say, though, I didn't know stewardess, like, because I always think of stewardess being for a plane. I didn't realize that you would call that type of position a stewardess on a boat. I guess that makes sense.
1: I guess that's what plane stewardesses were actually named after because boats came first. And
0: I realize that now, but it's like I didn't. Yeah, I didn't put two and two together. Yeah. In 1911, Jessup began working as a stewardess for the White Star Vessel RMS Olympic. It was a luxury ship that was largest civilian liner at that time. Jessup was on board on September 20, 1911, when the Olympic left from Southampton and collided with the British warship HMS Hawk. There were no fatalities, and despite damage, the ship was able to make it back to port without sinking. Jessup chose not to discuss this collision in her memoirs she continued to work on olympic until april 1912 when she transferred to the sister ship titanic bum, bum, bum. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> <laughs> we both did that that was weird don't do that um just i guess it's just a family thing yeah um, Jess boarded rms titanic as a stewardess on the 10th of april 1912 at age 24 four days later It struck an iceberg. I think we know that story. She described in her memoirs how she was ordered up on deck to serve as an example of how to behave for the non-English speakers who could not follow the instructions given to them. She watched as the crew loaded the lifeboat. She was later ordered into lifeboat 16, and as the boat was being lowered, one of the officers gave her a baby to look after. The next morning, Jessup and the rest of the survivors were rescued by the Carpathia and taken to New York on April 18th. According to Jessup, while on board Carpathia, a woman, presumably the baby's mother, grabbed the baby and ran off crying without saying a word. Or they could have just stole the baby. I don't... Yeah. That's crazy. That's what I would have done. No. (laughs) No. After arriving in New York, she later returned to Southampton. During the First World War, Jessup served as a stewardess for the British Red Cross, On the morning of November 21st, 1916, she was on board the HMS Britannic, the younger sister ship of Olympic and Titanic that had been converted into a hospital ship when it sank in the Aegean Sea after an unexplained explosion. During a major diving expedition on the wreck in 2016, it was discovered that it had struck a deep sea mine. This was shown in the documentary film of that dive, The Mystery of the Britannic. Britannic sank within fifty five minutes, killing thirty two of the one thousand and sixty six people on board. British authorities hypothesized that the ship had been struck by a torpedo or a head of mine planted by German forces. Conspiracy theories have circulated that suggest the British were responsible for sinking their own ship. Well, wow. so you read the rest of that, and uh yeah. it's crazy that it only killed thirty two people. Yeah, I know. It's like how Titanic killed
1: like fifteen hundred or something,
0: right? I can't remember the exact
1: I remember it was a lot. While Britannic was sinking, Jessup and the other passengers were nearly killed by the ship's propellers that were shredding lifeboats that collided with the propellers. Jessup had to jump out of her lifeboat, resulting in a traumatic head injury, which she survived. In her memoirs, she described the scene she witnessed as Britannic went under. The white pride of the ocean's medical world dipped her head a little, then a little lower and still lower. All the deck machinery fell into the sea like a child's toy. Then she took a fearful plunge, her stern rearing hundreds of feet into the air until, with a final roar, she disappeared into the depths. Arthur John Priest and Archie Jewell, two other survivors of the Titanic, were also on board and both survived. Jessup returned to work for the White Star Line in
0: 1920. Why? Yeah, I'm like, why would you, after the Titanic? I don't think I would work on a boat after the Titanic. I mean, geez. Much less that, too. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's wild. (laughs) After
1: the war, Jessup continued to work for the White Star Line before joining the Red Star Line and then the Royal Mail Line again. During her tenure with Red Star, Jessup went on two cruises around the world, on the company's largest ship, Belgian Land. In her late 30s, Jessup had a brief marriage, and in 1950, she retired to Great Ashfield, Suffolk. Years after her retirement, Jessup claimed to have received a telephone call on a stormy night from a woman who asked Jessup if she had saved a baby on the night the ti- that Titanic sank. Yes, Jessup replied. The voice then said, I was that baby. Laughed and then hung up. Her friend and biographer, John Maxtone Graham, said it was most likely some children in the village playing a joke on her. She replied, no, John, I had never told that story to anyone before I told you now. Records indicate that the only baby on lifeboat 16 was Asad Thomas, who was handed to Edwina Trout and later reunited with his mother on Carpathia. Hmm. Jessup died of congestive heart failure in 1971 at the age of 83. In the 1958 film, A Night to Remember, a scene depicts naval architect Thomas Andrews, played by Michael Goodliffe, instructing a stewardess to be seen wearing her life jacket as an example to the other passengers. Several scenes from this film inspired later depictions of the sinking. In James Cameron's later 1997 blockbuster Titanic, a similar encounter takes place involving Andrews and a stewardess named Lucy who is also told to wear her life jacket in order to convince the passengers to do the same. So, in
0: other words, all this stuff is stuff that's based on at on least her. loosely on her, yeah.
1: Yeah. In two th- in the two thousand television movie *Britannic*, the main character is Vera Campbell, played by Amanda Ryan, a woman who is apprehensive about traveling on Britannic because she had survived the sinking of the Titanic four years earlier, and she was on one of the only she was the only female. They had survived. I think. Yeah.
0: In 2006, shadow divers, John Shatterton and Richie Kohler, led an expedition to dive HMHS Britannic. The dive team needed to accomplish a number of tasks, including reviewing the expansion joints. The team was looking for evidence that would change the thinking on the Titanic sinking. During the expedition, Rosemary E. Lund played the role of Violet Jessup reenacting her jumping into the water from her lifeboat being brought drawn into the Bradantic's still-turning propellers. The the character of Jessup is featured in the Chris Burgess stage play Iceberg, right ahead, staged for the first time upstairs at the gatehouse in Highgate to commemorate the sink, centenary of the sinking of Titanic. Jessup's role was played by Amy Joyce Hastings in the 2020 al historic horror novel The Deep. Jessup is a secondary character the fictional character meets Jessup while working on the titanic who offers her a job and subsequently worked with her on the britannic
1: <laughs> so they all everybody's used her at this point <laughs> <laughs>
0: it's like if you're gonna do something about either of those then you're gonna probably she's gonna be in there somewhere yeah but they call her miss unsinkable i think there were some other nicknames too but i chose that one because i thought it sounded the best so there you go yeah (laughs) but that's the whole story and i think how many minutes are we we're at 12 look at that Woo! we still did it pretty good (laughs) yeah for us anyway tune in next time for another episode of what the fuck y'all yeah bye